everyone. I'm Ashley McManus, Senior Director of Global Marketing at SmartEye. Welcome to the Human-Centric AI Podcast, where each episode we will interview a thought leader doing cutting-edge work in the AI space. A little about us, for over 20 years, SmartEye has developed AI in the form of eye-tracking technology that understands, supports, and predicts a person's intentions and actions. By carefully studying eye, facial, and head movement, our technology can draw conclusions about a person's awareness and mental state. Our eye-tracking technology is used in the next generation of cars, commercial vehicles, and providing new insights for research within aerospace, aviation, neuroscience, and more. Today's episode features Brian Pluckybaum, Senior Automotive Marketing Manager at Omnivision. Brian is responsible for regional marketing, product marketing, and building business successes with key partners in Omnivision's automotive segment. Previously, Pluckybaum worked in engineering and product marketing roles at NEC, Renaissance, ST, and most recently with Telechips. With more than 17 years' experience in the semiconductor industry, he has held a number of positions in engineering, applications, and marketing. We talked a lot about the technical workings and capabilities of Omnivision sensors within automotive specifically, and how a powerful collaboration between SmartEye and Omnivision is shaping the future of interior sensing. Let's listen in to learn more. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. With me today, I have Brian Pluckybaum, Automotive Product Marketing Manager from Omnivision. Brian, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So to start, please tell us about your background. How has your career path taken you to Omnivision? Uh, sure, sure. So I entered the automotive industry as an FAE, um, working for a microcontroller supplier. This was back in 2002. Um, during my years as an FAE, I worked on various applications pertaining to different aspects of automotive, from body, HVAC, to audio and infotainment, even airbag and passenger occupant detection, gateway, powertrain, ADAS, but pretty much every electronic component inside the vehicle I've touched um, from some level. Now, after a few years as an FAE, I transitioned into a marketing role. And once I was in the marketing, I really found, um, I believe, my passion with automotive and, and working with customers, working with projects, working on all aspects of um, automotive from each level, the tier twos, tier ones, tier threes, even the OEM. And throughout that experience, you know, I've worked with the customers for the projects, current and future, and I just I really fell in love with that type of role. So that, that's where I maintained Um you know, and life, life has a funny way of working out. So in industry shifts, you know, I found my way to looking for a job. And the path toward the image sensor seemed to be a really good fit from where I had my knowledge base from an architecture level and high-level architectures and on the processor side, experiencing the sensors that interface with those seemed to be a natural progression, and it's worked out very well. And I'm happy to be part of Omnivision and their amazing team. Awesome. You might have touched on this already, but what is your, what's your role at, at Omnivision today? Uh, so my role at Omnivision is actually uh, two-faceted. So um, you introduced me as a product marketing manager, which, which I am. Uh, I'm also a regional marketing manager. So I wear multiple hats that sometimes conflict with one another. Yeah. Uh, as a regional marketing manager, I work to assure that the sales team has the support of the headquarters team and alignment for the opportunities they're pursuing, um, along with providing roadmap direction to headquarters based on what's going on in my specific regional mar- 
markets. So, you know, working closely with the customers and trying to make sure that our roadmap will meet what the customers want and that the sales team has what they need. So kind of like um, a, a little bit sales assistant, but a little bit marketing, Got just it. trying to make things, make sure things go smoothly. Cool. As a product marketing manager, I own a specific set of products within our roadmap mm-hmm. and everything that's detailed in there from the alignment of the product specification to customer needs and, and their opportunities to assuring that the relevant the relevant product support components are available at a timely manner and in enough quantities. So this goes to data sheets, to sample allocations, to wafer build plans, uh, et cetera. So, you know, sometimes the two hats conflict, but for the most part, it works out pretty well. Awesome. Great. So for, for those who are unfamiliar with Omnivision, can you give a, a brief overview of the company with focus on your, on your automotive application? Yes. Um, so Omnivision has been in automotive for uh, a good a good period of time now, um, but we're not just an automotive. So we specialize in imaging technology for multiple segments, medical, industrial, security, automotive, mobile, um, really, main, really focusing on the image sensor technology, though. So we leverage technology development from each segment of the company, um, kind of doing an overall synergization <laughs> of, the, of those technology creation to aid in the roadmap, roadmap development in other areas. So, for example, um, our security technology advancements aid the automotive side, specifically for interior sensing, or um, mobile development will help with the shrinking of the pixel for uh, high-resolution automotive product. And this synergizing across segments allows us to reuse technology and develop cost-effectively and, and make sure our R&D teams are working effectively. Um, not only that, we also specialize in ISP and ASIC development. Um, so if you look at our website, you'll see some of the ASIC roadmap where you'll see some of our ISP and ASIC development. Um, also, we've made a number of press releases this year for some some new ASIC um, technology and designs. And one thing I want to call out is that our growth in the image sensor industry has been growing steadily. Um, And specifically in automotive, we are poised to become the number one image sensor supplier for automotive in 2022. Wow, that's awesome. Very cool. It is. It is awesome. Um, You know, especially in in the climate that the industry is in right now with shortages and the pandemic still progressing and yeah. we know end in sight um, to continue to grow our market and overtake some of our competition is a, is a, is a really, it's a big achievement. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so, so one of these releases that you, you mentioned, Onivision recently announced a end-to-end interior sensing solution with SmartEye. So can you share what that press release entailed and how you believe that, that our collaboration will really impact the future of, of the automotive industry? Oh yes, yes. So, what I don't think a lot of people a lot of people understand in the industry is that the collaboration between ecosystem partners, um, specifically tier threes like SmartEye and Omnivision, um, these are crucial components to overall success in automotive and making sure that the customers are happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to be engaging on the ecosystem side when you have a one piece of business that just creates frustration and delays. Um, it hinders the overall development of a project. So the collaboration between SmartEye and Omnivision 
it comes at a, at a crucial moment in the growth of interior sensing, solidifying different pieces of the environment together. So, you know, I don't think um, in the past that relation, I mean, the relationship has always been there, but the, the efforts and the collaborations weren't. Um, and now the stronger relationship between our two companies in developing this ecosystem gives a clear developmental path for tier ones and OEMs um, for smoother, faster development. And this, the press release, um, if memory serves correctly, really just emphasizes the solidity of that engagement and that we're engaging on multiple sensors with your algorithms on different um, processing components to make sure that there are the proper supports there and that your algorithm works correctly with the image sensors that we focus on for that. Okay, cool. And I just before our, our conversation, I actually looked up the the press release, and I wanted to ask you maybe kind of a technical question. Um, so sure. you actually quoted in that release, and I have the quote here. I'm going to read it because I don't want to screw it up. Um, so look it up. Yeah. So empowered by our OmniPixel 3GS Pixel technology, the OV2312 is a 2.1 MP RGB IR global shutter image sensor that was designed specifically for interior applications, and it strikes a balance with MTF, NARQE, and power consumption. End quote. So at, at a high level for the for the marketers and the podcast hosts among us, um, what does this actually mean? So so for example, <laughs> the, the power consumption caught my caught my attention. You know, smaller footprint within vehicles is often talked about. You know, why is this such a big deal? And and again, maybe how this this collaboration will really impact, you know, the future of mobility experiences. Uh yeah, sure, sure. So focusing on the power consumption for a minute and then I'll I'll yeah. walk it back a little bit. Sure. So that that is an aspect of image sense technology that's not a, a clear call out. So the power consumption is actually a huge deal, yeah. um, uh, specifically for interior sensing, because you have to have a nighttime view. You have to be able to essentially um, see in the dark at certain points to be able to properly monitor the driver in low light conditions. And this this directly applies to the power behind driving the LEDs and synchronizing the LEDs to the shutter of the image sensor. So the OV2312 is um, one of OmniVision's global shutter sensors, um, which means it does single exposures of the entire field of view uh, instead of a rolling shutter, which does it by rows. So you have basically, you're essentially like taking snapshots. Um, And you tune and sync the LEDs to when the global shutter is going to fire off to do the exposure. Now, in addition, OmniVision's technology with our pixel size, with um, different things we do from the stacking technologies, different things we do from the wafer side, um, it it allows for our image sensors to be incredibly low power uh, versus others in the market. Other technologies that's embedded into the OV2312, where we mentioned striking a balance of the MTF, the NEI, RQE, et cetera. Um, all of these kind of coincide with lessening the power con- the power needed to drive the image sensor and overall power of the entire system. That's awesome. So, Does that help? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Stepping right, so, <laughs> back from, from that release specifically, you know, what, what do you believe the role of AI can play within the vehicle? 
Uh, so AI in a vehicle has multiple different roles that it can play. I mean, when you initially think of AI, you're just thinking of autonomous drive and the AI making decisions on controlling the vehicle or taking control of the vehicle in different situations um, or even handing it over, et cetera. From a driver awareness perspective, um, the algorithms and the AI that can be involved could, can do different decisions as we reach levels of autonomy um, where the AI could take control of the vehicle, where it can assure the driver's awareness and check for distress, uh, even assessing the state of the passengers and possessions and taking control of the vehicle as necessary. So in some situations, if the driver's awareness, you know, if they're not paying attention, the car could take control, um, you know, flip on turn signals, hazards to alert cars behind them and pull over. Uh, In other situations, if the driver's distressed, if you have a um, installed vehicle system, kind of like OnStar or one of the cellular systems, you can notify the authorities um, or notify medical to aid the driver to get them help. Mm-hmm. For passengers, it can do a similar thing. So if it's doing a full interior sense and monitoring everybody in the vehicle, um, it can assess where the driver's paying attention to the road. They may not see a person in the back seat having some kind of medical emergency where the car could notice that the AI can make a decision to call the authorities to send them to the position of the car and track the car by global positioning. Um, there's actually quite a few areas where AI can make decisions that a human driver can't make because they're trying to pay attention to driving. Um, and the, the the realm of where the AI can play down play in, you know, is basically can break it down to three categories: safety, security, and convenience. Um, and the AI has a different aspect to complain each one of those. So based on your expertise in the automotive sensor space, what would you say some of the greatest challenges are in approaching vehicle design today, you know, especially around interior sensing? Um, so around the interior sensing, there's multiple challenges and, and some of them are pretty straightforward, like um, daylight and overcoming direct sun, um, yeah. you know, basically just the power of the uh, you can do it different ways. Yeah. Uh, the nighttime and low light performance has a, a slightly different impact, which can be solved multiple different ways. You know, you can go with, as we discussed with the OV2312 and the LEDs, you can overcome the low light by having powerful LEDs that are IR LEDs that illuminate the driver well enough, but this drives your, your power consumption up. So having Different aspects that go into the image sensor from near IRQE to low light performance to MTF to field of view to CRA to the color filter array. All all of these in combination create solutions to all these problems. Um, You also have issues with positioning of the camera in the vehicle. So where that camera is going to be positioned and the angle to the driver. And if you want that camera to be a multi-purpose sensing camera? Do you want it to do driver monitoring and interior? And that creates a whole host of other issues as well. Um, You have issues with the premium level of algorithm processing. So what do you want to do in the driver monitoring? Do you just want to do eye gaze, eye tracking, or do you want to do biometrics and, you know, facial checks to uh, to evaluate the state of the driver. Are they angry? Are they upset? You know, et cetera. There's, there's all kinds of different types of um, processing requirements behind each one of those that drives up the uh, size of the processor needed to do this. 
there's no end in problems. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on the flip side of that, let's say, so for, you know, for automakers, OEMs, tier ones, anyone that's listening today, do you have any advice around, you know, building interior sensing into next generation vehicles? Yes, yes. So the interior and sensing environment, you know, as I stated, it can be a very complex system to develop. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things you have to take into, into into mind when you're doing this. So as I said, position and angle of the camera is one primary aspect for the OEM. Where are you going to put this camera? Um, you know, the while Omnivision has camera technology that's incredibly small, if you Google Omnivision from our medical side, you'll notice that we hold the pat we hold um, the world record for the world's smallest camera. Oh, cool! And they are, they're roughly about the size of a grain of rice. I mean, they're incredibly small, and they're used for um, inner body, inner venous um, yep. tech. But we, we've adapted some of that technology into automotive, where we um, have solutions that are incredibly small, fully packaged cameras. But th- these have limitations. If you want to do more full sensing, the cameras can be uh, kind of big. So you want to make sure these aren't an eyesore. So where you put this camera to assure that it doesn't impede your overall interior design um, is quite important. Some some OEMs are looking at putting them into the the, the mirror that goes on the windshield. Others are putting them into the steering column. Some are putting them into the dashboard where the um, the gauges are. This, the first aspect is where does this camera go so you can understand position and angle. Yeah. So then there's other aspects of the image sensor specifically that play into near IRQE, which affects its low light performance, mm-hmm. um, MTF resolution, and the multiplexing of functions. So if you have this image sensor doing not just driver monitoring, but also passenger um, IMS or um, interior monitoring of the rest of the vehicle, you need to have a wider field of view and a higher resolution so you can do regions of interest. So you basically break down your overall resolution into two different regions of smaller resolution windows. So you can do that monitoring simultaneously. Very cool. So if you had if you had one takeaway for the audience listening today, what would you like to tell them? So it's easy to take the image sensor technology, to take the image sensor and just set it aside as kind of a, a commodity product. Um, you know, since it is a, a small piece of the overall system, it's easy to just kind of set it to the side as something you can do later. I really want to impress upon the the OEMs and customers out there to start engaging on the image sensor ahead of decisions being made on the on the processor side, which typically the processor kind of leads the engagement. It's done a number of years before a product is ever considered to be developed. They, they kind of work that first and then backtrack up. Um, really, the image sensor should be worked at the same time because it truly affects the processor that's chosen or how those interfaces are chosen. Some of the processors can't work with certain image sensor technologies and vice versa. So the, the interface to the image sensor, how the ISP is going to work on the processor, all these need to be taken in consideration. So I can't stress enough that the conversation needs to start well ahead of where it has in the past. And image, image sensor technology is a leading sensory input for advanced safety systems today. So for um, from ADAS to rear view to surround view. Yes, other technologies are coming in, but still it still breaks down to you need a camera 
and you need multiple cameras. So it's, it's a key integral part. So with proper communication, with proper inputs and engagement, you know, we can find the right solutions or make the right solutions to fit your need. So for, for our listeners, can you let them know where they can go to learn more or do you have any other call to action for them? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, so on our website, uh, ovt.com, um, and our product releases and all news and events are uh, advertised there. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So we have, we have one last question we ask all of our guests, kind of ending on a fun note. Uh, if your car could do one thing in the future to make your life a little easier, what would it be? <laughs> uh, well, for me, for me, there's there's two answers to that. Um, of course there is. <laughs> and, you know, from a marketing, from a marketing perspective and, and an engineering, ideas of the future are what really drives me. Yeah. Um, there's always in my mind now, but if, if I could have my vehicle to do one thing, it would be to drive itself and, and do this safely, mind you. Um, yeah. basically it would enable so much more time in my day. It, it's hard to assess how much time I spend behind the wheel where I have to focus on just driving. Wow. Um, you know, it would allow me to have different engagements with my, with my family while I'm driving. It would allow for more trips. It would allow for more optimal time during the commute to work. And it would make me feel a little bit more comfortable about about my 16-year-old start driving. (laughs) If I knew the car was driving for her. (laughs) There you go. Well, that is all I have for you. So Brian, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. And thank you again so much for for making the time to speak with me today. It's my pleasure. And thank you for having me. This was fun. This was a joy. I think it's kind of amazing that Omnivision has the Guinness record of the world's smallest camera. Outside of that fun fact, I think Brian had some amazing insights into the different factors automotive companies should consider when building interior sensing systems. While not without its challenges, it's clear that sensors like these are vital in understanding what is happening within the vehicle and will result in amazing mobility experiences in the cars of tomorrow. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our human-centric AI podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes. We're also on social media, so please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram to share any feedback you have on the show. Don't forget to rate us and comment with your feedback to help make the podcast more discoverable for others. Until next time, thanks for listening.